This is Guidurio's Jordan Podcast. Now streaming, Sherlock Holmes. Scandal in Bible. A slow and heavy step which had been heard upon the stairs and in passage paused immediately outside the door. Then there was a loud and authoritative tap. Come in, said Holmes. A man who could hardly have been less than six feet six inches height, with the chest and limbs of Hercules, his dress was rich with the richness which would, in England, be locked upon akin to bad taste. A heavy band of Astrakhan was slashed across the sleeves and in front of his double breasted coat, while the deep blue cloak which was thrown over his shoulders was lined in frame-coloured silk and secured at the neck with a brooch which consisted of a single flaming bird. Boots were extended halfway up his claws and which were trimmed at the tops with rich brown fur completed the impression of barbaric opulence which was suggested by his whole appearance. He carried a broad-brimmed hat in his hand, while he wore across the upper part of his face, extended down past the cheekbones, a black wizard mask, which he had apparently adjusted that very moment, for his hand was still raised to it and he entered. From the lower part of the face, he appeared to be a man of stronger character, with a thick, hanging lip and a long, straight chin suggestive of resolution pushed to the land of obstinacy. You had my note? He asked with a deep, harsh voice and strongly marked German accent. I told you that I would call. He looked from one to the other of us, as if uncertain which to address. I told you I would call. But I could see it, said Holmes. This is my friend and colleague, Dr. Watson, who is occasionally good enough to help me in these cases, whom I have an honor to address. You may address me as Count Von Kohan, a bohemian nobleman. I understand that this gentleman, your friend, is a man of honor and discourse, whom I might trust with the matter of most extreme importance. If not, I should must prefer to communicate with you alone. I rose to go, but Holmes caught me by the wrist and pushed me back into my chair. It is both or none, said he. You may say before this gentleman anything which you may say to me. The Count shrugged his broad shoulders. Then I must begin, said he, by binding you both to absolute secrecy for two years. At the end of that time, the matter will be of no importance at present. It is not too much to say that this is such a weight. It may have an influence upon European history. I promise, said Holmes, and I. 
You will excuse this mask, continued our strange visitor. The august person who employs my wishes has isn't to be known, unknown to you, and I may confess at once that the title by which I have just called myself is not exactly my own. I was aware of it, said Holmes dryly. The circumstances are great delicacy, and every precaution has to be made and taken to quench what might grow to be an immense scandal and seriously compromise one of reigning families of Europe. To speak plainly, the matter implicates the great house of Orstein, hereditary kings of Bohemia. I was also aware of that, murmured Holmes, settling himself down in armchair and closing his eyes. Holmes closed his eyes. Our visitor glanced with some apparent surprise at the Lankoid lounging figure to the man who had been no doubt depicted to him as the most incisive reasoner at most energetic agent in Europe, Holmes slowly reopened his eyes and looked impatiently at his gigantic client. If your majesty would condescend to state your case, he remarked, I should be better able to advise you. If your majesty would condescend to state your case, he murmured, I should be better able to advise you. The man sprang from his chair and paced up and down the room in uncontrollable agitation. Then, with a gesture of desperation, he tore the mask from his face and hurled it upon the ground. You are right, he cried. I am the king. Why should I attempt to consult? Why indeed, he murmured. Your Majesty had not spoken before. I was aware that I was addressing Wilhelm Gottswetch Sesimon von Ormstein, Grand Duke of Castle Flestein and Hereditary King of Bohemia. But you can understand, said our strange wisdom, sitting down once more and passing his hand over his high, wide forehead. You can understand that I am not accustomed to doing such business in my own person. Yet the matter was so delicate I could not confide to an agent without putting myself in his power. I have come incognito from Prague for the purpose of consulting you. Then reconsult, said Holmes, shutting his eyes once more. The facts are briefly these. Some five years ago, during a lengthy visit to Warsaw, I met the acquaintance of the well-known adventurous Irene Adler. The name is not oft familiar to you. Kindly look her up in my index, doctor, murmured Holmes without opening his eyes. For many years, he had adopted a system of docketing all paragraphs concerning men and things, so that it was difficult to name a subject or a person on which he could not at once furnish information. In this case, I found her biography sandwiched in between that of a Hebrew rabbi and that of a staff commander who had written a monograph upon his deep sea fishes. Let me see, said Holmes. Hmm. Born in New Jersey in the year 1858, Contralto. Hmm. 
la scala. Mm-hmm. Prime Madonna Imperial of Power of Warsaw. Yes, retired from operatic stage. Ha! Living in London. Quite so. Your Majesty, as I understand, became entangled with this young person, wrote her some compromising letters, and now desirous of getting those letters back. Precisely, but how? Was there a secret marriage? None. No legal papers or certificates. None. Then I failed to follow your majesty. If this young person should produce her letters for blackmailing or other purposes, how is she to prove their authenticity? There is the writing. Poo-poo. Fraudery. My private notepaper. Stolen. My own seal. Imitated. My photograph. But we were both in the photograph. Oh dear, that was bad. Your Majesty has indeed committed an indiscretion. I was mad, insane. You have compromised yourself seriously. I was only crown prince and I was young. I was but 30 now. It must be wicked. We have tried and failed. Your Majesty must pay. It must be bought. She will not sell. Stolen then? Five attempts have been made. Twice burglars in my pay ransacked her house. Once we diverted her luggage when she traveled. Twice she was being waylaid. There has been no result. No sign of it? Absolutely none. Holmes laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Home slapped. <laughs> this <laughs> it is quite a pretty little problem, said he. But a very serious one to me, returned the king with reproachful. Well, indeed, and what does she propose to do with the photograph? To ruin me. But how? I'm to be married. I'm to be married. So I have heard. I'm to be married. Call it tied, Lord Monmonsets. Manichin, the second daughter of the King of Scandinavia. You may know the step principle of her family. She is to herself the very soul of delicacy. A shadow of a doubt as to my conduct would bring my matter to an end. And I will threatens to send them the photograph. And she will do it. I know what. She will do it. You do not know her, but she has soul of stain. She has the face of the most beautiful woman in the mind of most resolute of men. Rather than I should marry another woman, there are no lands to which she would not go. None. You are sure that she has not sent it yet? I am sure. And why? Because she has said that she would send it on the day when the betrothal was publicly proclaimed. That will be next Monday. Oh, 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 oh. Then we must do it now. We have only three days left, said Holmes with a yawn. That is very fortunate as I 
have one or two matters of importance to look into just at present. Your Majesty will of course stay in London for the present, right? Certainly, you will find me at Langham under the name of Count Von Kram. Then I shall drop you a line to let you know how we progress. Pray to do so. I shall be all anxiety. Then as to money, you have carte blanche. Absolutely. I tell you that I would give one of provinces of my kingdom to have that photograph. Hi, this was episode 2 of Scandal in Bohemia, Adventures of Sherlock Holmes. Next episode will draw coming Sunday. Till then, stay tuned, subscribe and make sure you review. Your reviews are really important to let us know that if you like or dislike this episode of the show, please mention your reviews on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or on our social channels. At the rate, podcasts are used the name on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Stay tuned, stay safe.